Hey there, and welcome to the Love, Laugh, Let It Go podcast. I'm Lindsay, and if you're anything like me, you've let perfectionism, timelines, and the opinions of others control your life and hold you back. Yikes. Girl, it's time to change that, and I'm so glad you're here. On this podcast, we're all about loving ourselves, laughing as we figure life out, and letting things go that stand in the way of living the lives we've dreamed of. So let's freaking go as we love, laugh, and let it go together. Hey girl, welcome back. I am so excited you're here for today's episode. This episode I think is going to be a lot different content-wise than every other episode that I've ever released. And part of that is because I have so much going on in my brain right now and so much about the future that I'm really excited about that I'm having a really hard time staying present. And because of that, having a really hard time reining in topics to talk about on the podcast. And so on Monday night, I did an Instagram story, you know, just kind of explaining that, asking for content ideas and what message maybe people needed to hear. And a frequent listener who I'm not going to call out by name only because I don't know if she wants to be called out by name, uh, but she knows who she is. Well, once she knows what the content is, which is the name of the podcast episode. So anyway, she clearly knows who she is. (laughs) Um, Thank you so much for listening, by the way. And so we're going to be talking about situationships. And I kind of now feel qualified to talk about this, just, you know, based on my dating experience. And uh, I'm going to say, like, firsthand, don't take dating advice from me, but I do think I can speak to this. So I'm going to, and hopefully you connect with it. Uh, But before we dive into that, I will catch up on the last week. Uh, So it was Thanksgiving, and I did not go home. I live in St. Petersburg, Florida now. Uh, I'm originally from Maine. If you listen, you know that. Uh, This is your first episode. Hey, welcome uh, to the craziness. And so I did not go home. I've flown a lot this year. I think I've probably flown more than I've ever flown in my entire life in the last 365-ish days. And hanging out in an airport during the holidays just does not scream fun to me. So I chose to stay. And so on Thanksgiving, I ran a community 5K, which was super fun. It was put on by the St. Pete Running Company. They did a great job. Uh, There was like 900 people. It was free. It was great. And they offered mimosas after. So win. Um, And then I went over to one of my coworkers' house for dinner with her family uh, Amy, she's like my my Florida mom is what I call her. Uh, she's amazing. Her family's amazing. So got to spend Thanksgiving with them. And then Friday went to Bush Gardens for the first time. And that was an experience and an experience on patience. So funny story, standing in line for a roller coaster, 90 minute wait. Okay, fine, normal, whatever. Get to the front. We are three people back from being able to ride this ride, that we have been standing in line for about 80 minutes. So the wait time was accurate at that time. And then the ride breaks. And we're like, okay, well, they're going to fix it. So we're going to stay. We're going to wait. And we did. And they fixed it, but it didn't get fixed until like 8.20, let's say. And they had to close the ride at 8.30 for fireworks. And then the ride was going to be closed for an hour. And then they were going to restart it for like 30 minutes before the park closed. Anyway, they ran the roller coaster twice. And then they had to close it. Like I said, we were three people back. So needless to say, we stood in line for an hour and a half plus because of all the time it took to fix it. We never rode the ride because we were not going to stand there for an hour just waiting for the fireworks to get done. So 
uh, lesson in patience, but it's fine. And it was fun overall. And I'd go back. So there's that. And then on Saturday, I had a Friendsgiving with some of my friends down here. And it was great. We had tacos. So not your traditional Friendsgiving, but uh, the food was delicious. And everybody had a great time. We played card games and um, we played spoons. And I thought I was playing correctly and I wasn't. And then I had to exit myself from the game. So there we go. It's typical if you know me. I make up my own rules. Not on purpose, but that's just how it goes. Uh, Then Sunday, went and watched football on the rooftop bar in Clearwater overlooking the beach and the city, and it is so cool, and I literally love it down here, so um, everybody should move down here. Okay, thank you. And yeah, so I've had a really busy week. Um, Also enrolled in a course um, to get certified in something, and that's all I'm going to tell you right now, but I'm so excited! Okay, anyway, that's, that's that. So, situationships. Why do we find ourselves in them and why are they so terrible? Or maybe they're not terrible. Maybe you like them. I don't know. And, but we're going to talk about them because I'm going to assume that we're talking about situationships because we don't like them. Um, So, if you don't know what a situationship is, maybe it's because you've never heard the term and you might be in one. Maybe it's because you have heard the term, but you have never found yourself in such a thing because you're in a committed relationship and you don't care what a situationship is. A situationship is a romantic or sexual relationship that is not considered to be formal or established. Situationships are great for some people. Some people don't want to be in that like committed relationship because of a stage of life. And if that works for both parties involved, I would argue that that's not even a situationship. That's just a mutual understanding. Maybe a friends with benefits situation, like you're dating, you're doing other things, but like there's an understanding that that's what it is. I wouldn't consider that a situationship. What I would consider a situationship truly is when one party wants the relationship to be established and the other party is okay with it being casual and informal and undefined. And I think that's where the tension really comes together. And I think situationships really have become more prominent because of online dating. Um, I have been on dating apps and the options are plentiful, right? I mean, you're swiping and swiping and swiping and you're swiping left and you're swiping right. And you just have so many options that once you start connecting with people, maybe there's a fear that you're going to pick wrong. And so you keep all of your options open and then you just never let anything get defined. Um, Or maybe it's just like we're constantly looking for the better thing. So, you know, there's so many reasons why we have so many options. But because we have so many options, we're also like getting validation from people. People are saying nice things about us. And keep in mind, these people are likely people we've never met before, right? But people are saying nice things about us and they're flattering us and, you know, we're trying to connect and all of this stuff. And I think there's a mindset that's being created through this whole thing is, oh, well, if this doesn't stick, there's more out there. And of course, that's in every relationship ever in the history of the world, right? Like deep down, we know that if something doesn't work out, like that's okay. There's other things in life. But on online dating, And 
specifically like situationships and how they get created, there's just like no pressure to even make anything stick because there's so many options. And so the decision making is just not there. Hopefully you're understanding what I'm saying. So anyway, you meet a person, right? And you connect and you go on dates and, you know, you talk about random stuff and you want more, but you're hoping the other person is going to be the person to initiate more out of that relationship and really define that relationship. And in the meantime, you're just going along with it. This is where I think our fears really come up and our people-pleasing tendencies really come up and really our lack of boundaries and lack of self-respect really start to surface. Because if I'm dating somebody and it's undefined and I want something more out of it and the person that I'm dating isn't taking the initiative to define it and I'm just going along with it hoping that they're going to eventually define it, I'm literally leaving my entire life, at least dating-wise, in that person's hands, and they might not even know that that's what's going on because that person might not want a serious relationship. That might not be at all what they're looking for. And by not saying anything on my end or on your end, if you are finding yourself in this situation... You aren't communicating with that person what you want, and therefore, you may never actually get what you want. And then you have to really think about why aren't you speaking up and expressing the fact that you want more. And I think it's honestly because, you know, there's a fear of that rejection. There's a fear that that person might not want what we want, and while we're in this whole mess of things, there's a lot of feelings of like ambiguity and frustration and not feeling good enough and anxiety and maybe even some boredom because we're feeling stuck. And there's so much that a situationship can be. And I think a situationship honestly is situational from like a person to person. Like, I don't think there's any one clear situationship. Um, So it kind of makes it hard to define it fully. But in my opinion, like a situationship really like lacks growth. Maybe a situationship like one person has multiple people that they're seeing and there's a lot of last minute plans going on and there's a lack of consistency and it's just kind of small talk. Like you're never really getting super vulnerable, but with the person and that's really hard. Now, I also know of people who have been in situationships before where it feels like a full-blown relationship and you're acting like a couple, but there's no definition and one person wants that definition and the other person doesn't want that definition, but the person who wants that definition isn't speaking up. And so if that's truly the case and that that's the situation you're finding yourself in is you're seeing somebody and you want more and you haven't expressed that you want more, I think there's a number of things that you maybe need to ask yourself. And like, once you start asking yourself these questions, you can really define some clear boundaries for you that hopefully allow you to get what you want or allow you to get clarity 
or allow you to get closure so you have all of the information so you can make a decision that is best for you. And before you even start asking yourself these questions, remind yourself that before you met this person, you were a living, breathing, functioning, fun human being. And without this person, you will also very likely, I mean, I don't want to guarantee anything, but very likely remain a living, breathing, functioning, fun human being. So you really have nothing to lose. But for the sake of this you know, episode, we'll ask ourselves some questions. So what is it that you want? What are you looking for? Are you looking for a relationship? Are you looking for a life partner? Are you looking to have children? And are all of these things something that you want with this person? That's an internal question. Only you can answer it. And what are you okay with in terms of whatever this situationship relationship is? And then once you speak up, are you prepared to walk away if that person doesn't want the same thing as you? Or are you going to stay in that situationship? Because if you speak up and say exactly what it is that you want, and then the person that you're expressing this to doesn't want that same thing, but you choose to stay, you are now essentially saying, okay, well, I said what I wanted to say. This is what I want, but you don't want it, but I'm afraid to lose you. And so I'm going to stay. And I'm going to assume that in that situation, nothing is going to change. Like that situationship is going to stay just as it is. And now that person really doesn't have any pressure to settle down with you because they know that you're going to stay even though they don't want the same thing that you do. And that's really hard. And I'm going to say this, and I mean this in the nicest way possible, but it might sound a little insensitive. Don't think that you're special enough to change someone's mind if they want something different than what you want. And that's not a hit on your self-worth. That's not a hit on your character or who you are as a person or what you have to offer somebody. But if somebody isn't looking for a serious, committed relationship, and you are, and you say, hey, you know, I really like you. I've really enjoyed the time that I've spent with you so far. And I'd really like to, you know, be exclusive and define what this is. And that person meets you with resistance. That isn't necessarily all. It probably isn't at all because of who you are and what you have to offer. It's because that person really just doesn't want a relationship. And maybe they do want to keep their options open. Or maybe they're just at a life stage where the thought of committing to somebody and settling down really scares them. But just don't think that you are going to be able to do anything to change their mind. Because you could do all of the right things. You could say all of the right things. And you could continue doing all of that. And still, they might not ever want a serious, committed relationship with you. And honestly, that is okay. There is nothing wrong with you. You're probably an amazing person. And if they're choosing to hang out with you and spend time with you, they probably realize that you're an amazing person. They just don't want to get serious. They don't want to define that relationship. If you choose to stay, what are you getting by staying? My guess is if you really look inward, you're not getting a whole lot. But if you're a people pleaser, you're sticking around because, you know what? Okay, I said what I wanted to say and 
this person doesn't want that, but they really like me and they would like me to stick around. So I guess I'll stay. But really in the inside, like that's tearing you up and it's holding you back and it's giving you anxious feelings and it's making you feel like you're not good enough, even if you aren't even aware of it. I'm going to guess. I mean, I'm not you, but I'm going to guess that might be what's happening. And then if you stay in a situationship, what is preventing you from finding what you want? If you stay hung up on this person and continue to see them and continue to hope that maybe eventually they will want to define your relationship to something more serious, which may or may not ever happen, but you're like getting all these feelings and growing and growing and, you know, it's you want a whole lot more and they don't. By saying you are holding yourself back from potentially meeting somebody else who is a good match for you and is on the same page as you and wants the same things as you and you can grow together and, you know, something beautiful can evolve. I mean, that's that's an if, but by staying in a situationship, which is not going to turn into something that you want, likely, you're holding yourself back from maybe finding something that is what you want. And so I think situationships are a result of people-pleasing. That's truly what I think it is, and a fear of not feeling good enough. And I think you, I think I deserve a whole lot more than, you know, catering to other people's needs and feeling inadequate. Because, girl, you're amazing and you're not inadequate and you have so much to offer somebody. And if they don't want to commit to you and that's what you want, you deserve somebody who does. And I don't always follow this advice. So that's why I'm like, take dating advice from me with a grain of salt. But if it's not an F yes, then it should be a hell no. Walk away. And that might hurt. It probably will hurt for a while. And you'll feel like something's missing. But eventually, you will understand how strong you are and how worthy you are. And that you deserve somebody who wants you as much as you want them. And, you know, we could talk about this all day, truly. We really could. Um, and it would probably be more fun to talk about it over drinks. But... A situationship only works when both people want the same thing. And like I said earlier, that's not a situationship. That's an understanding. A situationship is, in my opinion, when one person wants more and one person is okay with status quo as things are. So anyway, with that, I'm going to leave you with what I always leave you with. And that is, girl, I love you. I believe in you, and you are so worthy of living a life that you are ridiculously happy with. So stop staying in relationships or situationships that no longer serve you, that aren't bringing you joy, that are leaving you feeling unfulfilled and unworthy because you are so worthy and you are so incredible and you deserve somebody who looks at you every single day and says, that is my person and I am 
so excited to spend time with them. And this is the only person that I want to spend time with. I hope you find that. Dating is not easy. Dating is real stressful and downright frustrating sometimes. And I would like to think that it's worth it, but you know, only only you can decide that. So girl, start setting those boundaries. Stop people pleasing and live your life for you. I will talk to you next week. I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved what you heard, it would mean the world to me if you would share it on Instagram and tag me at love laugh Lynn's so we can connect until next time. Keep loving, laughing and letting it go. 